There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show. It's Pick 6 from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly and his incredible staff, the sponsor of the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. If you're buying a house, if you're refinance, make sure you're going to the HomeLoanExpert.com. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Uh, alongside in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios with the great G-Unit. Hello, G-Unit. G-G-G-Unit. Signature move. Gangster <laughs> Pete is on the ones and twos. And on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies at evergreenstl.com phone lines, producer Joe. Hello, producer Joe. Hi, hi. How is everyone today? So genuine. So here is here is last week's standings. Uh, the weatherman in a three, two, and one weekend, and his one, of course, being a push on a WNBA game. Yeah, that is that. That's got to uh. be penalized somehow. If you come with WNBA. You better win that bet. That's that's what I know. You're paraphrasing the wire, uh, and then <laughs> G Unit goes three and three. Producer Joe two and four. So that brings the year records to uh, who is in the lead? G Unit seventeen and eighteen. Producer Joe sixteen and twenty. Weatherman with three pushes, fifteen, twenty, and three. By default, the Weatherman leads off with a three, two, and one record. Not what we're necessarily hoping for here, but I guess the Weatherman is back to leading off. I'm going to read this, but I have to tell you, just like last week when he sent over some kind of producer Joe disclaimer on his picks, uh, I don't like this either, but I will read what the man sends, especially since I gave him short notice on the picks since we're recording this on Wednesday this week. Good morning, gentlemen. The tide may, may be turning. Officially, my record for week six was three, two, and one, as I believe I pushed on the WNBA game three total. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would hate to have to write that. I agree. I hate to read it. <laughs> Which finished 94 to 81, a total of 175 at the time of the pick six recording. It's an unfortunate push as the total dropped to 171.5 by game time where I caught it. I did notice I'm that. Just, I just want to like just go, dude, just you, you picked it a WNBA game. You're, you're not, it's, a, it's been a rough start. Let's just move past it. But God. Because, Joe, if you would say that, I'd be all over your ass. Uh, For all of the deserved mockery of the WNBA Finals, (laughs) all four Finals games have gone over, and I've been fortunate to middle two of them, which means he's fucking live betting WNBA (laughs) games. I mean, this is absolutely off the rails. It's off the rails. Well, I'm confused. He took the under, right? He took the over. Oh, and and see, the the sheet says under. Not that it matters. No, he took the over. Oh, okay. Well, good thing you Unless played. I misstated it because I know he took the It's over. over. Uh, let's see. That's more profitable than me taking short favorites in college football. To the picks. We start things off with Navy minus one or a pick em. Gangster Pete, I guess you'll update us on that one. At Tulsa. He said, this is a beautiful spot. Navy is coming off a win over Air Force and now playing Tulsa. The Golden Hurricane have a crushing triple overtime loss to SMU. They'll be tired. They'll be disappointed. They'll be facing a physical option offense that will make them cry for their mommies. Wow. I see Navy winning this game going away. Interesting. Navy plus one. Navy's getting a point. 
Wow, I wonder if the big money in Vegas is moving this thing for a kill. Weatherman seems certain. West Virginia. Oh, of course, here's our Iowa or Iowa State play of the week. This is like Joe with Georgia or Georgia Tech. West Virginia plus 10.5 versus Iowa State. Iowa State has proven to be a very good team at home, even with the puzzling loss to Iowa. On the road, however, they start off a stretch with two games. This one and Texas Tech, the two most unpleasant road trips in the Big 12. West Virginia is known for getting blown out at Missouri a month ago. However, they have a first-year coach who knows what he's doing. I see this game as West Virginia's big stand as they have Oklahoma next week. That's a lot of points for Iowa State to handle. Yeah, that is interesting. Now that I'm, I'm, I wasn't even paying attention to this, but West Virginia plus 10.5 at home against Iowa State. I just don't know much about Iowa State, honestly. They look good last week. Iowa State does? Last week they look good. Matt Campbell was the hot commodity. After he beat Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Uh, LSU, Florida, under 55. LSU wants style points with Joe Burrows and the new up-tempo offense. Now the Tigers just want wins to be in the talk for the playoffs. I'm not sure where Florida will even get its points. The Auburn-Florida game went under 30, under 37 on a 48.5 total, and that really should have been a 14-10 to 10 game, if not for turnovers and idiotic fake punts. This feels like 31-10 LSU, but I like the points to be hard to come by. So where's that game? Is that game in Baton Rouge? Yes. Boy, how about like Florida and Auburn schedules? Jeez. Uh, meanwhile, Missouri's just... I mean, listen, I'm happy Missouri's winning, but my God, what a weird schedule. It's such a shame they lost to Wyoming because we could con ourselves into like things. Here's Gangster Pete's in stretching uncomfortable mode. Every, everything that we want is still in, in play. Joe, what would you like to say to that? Uh, when you find out whether or not you can compete for a SEC title or a bowl game, let me know. What a boring thing to say, Joe. But it doesn't matter because, I, I, listen, I'm not going to give away anything that come with my picks later on. What the fuck's that matter? Like, like I'm going to change my picks up? I'm just reading huh. an email. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> nine has to do with Missouri. Oh, the hotty toddy, good God almighty. The Kale Garrett thing is a big issue, though. It just sucks because I think they might be good. At the same time, they might not be. And it's just the schedule's just, I mean, listen, in a normal situation, you'd love it. But we we won't know until Athens, and you won't have Kale Garrett then. And I have no idea. And then you get Florida right after that. Yeah. So you'll find out a lot those yeah. two weeks. Florida's in Columbia and Georgia's in Athens. Uh, let's see. Iowa plus three and a half or plus four versus Penn State. Now is when we jump back on to Iowa. The world saw their lifeless 10-3 loss at Michigan. On night games, Iowa's offense in recent years tends to be more active and a touch more active. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> On night games, Iowa's offense in recent years tends to be more active and a touch more active. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> what happens when I read these for the first time on the air. Penn State hasn't played around. I, I'm sitting here, I'm making fun of the fucking guy, and he's doing all of this work, so fuck <laughs> me. Although the WNBA thing and then, like, complaining about a bad beat I can't tolerate. Uh, Penn State hasn't played a real road game yet, and Kinnick at night is a hostile environment. The only time Iowa ever has that. Also, in a game with not a lot of points, getting three and a half or four is substantial. Three and a half. Thank you. Take the Hawks and take the points. How many have I given? I've given Navy. I've given West Virginia. I've given the under. I've given Iowa. And now our final one. Air Force minus three and a half versus Fresno State. Getting value here on the Falcons from their 34-25 loss to Navy. That's a misleading finals. Air Force had the lead late in the game. Fresno State hasn't had impressive wins this year. Sacramento State by 14. New Mexico State by no, New Mexico State by 13. 
Air Force minus three and a half. There it is. Air Force minus three. Oh, wow. We're picking up points here. Uh, there it is. Uh, let's see who's next. G-Unit, you are next. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast. So make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Well, let's get an update on the uh, season bet that we made a couple weeks ago with regard to the Ravens winning their division. One guy's profitable. Well, you know, so we took that at, what, minus 160, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was with the expectation that they would uh, beat the Browns two weekends ago. They lost that game. Line goes back to plus 100, although they were still favorites to win the division. And now, back up. I don't know what it is. It's not out yet this week on our side, but it's probably back up to minus 160, minus maybe minus 170 because of how bad the Browns looked and uh, the Ravens won. So just kind of shows you the ups and downs of this season. It's what crazy. about your Panthers? Here they come. Yeah, right when I stopped uh, betting them every week, huh? <laughs> I do like, I mean, I got it. Their season uh, season win total at eight. They're going to hit that. Ship. Yes, Joe. Oh, uh, no, I was going to say, I hit. that was one of my two games I actually hit last week was G Units Panthers. It was excellent. Well, we're going to go uh, to L.A. Rams, minus three and a half versus San Francisco. This is the ultimate zigzag game. 49ers, wow, coming off the Monday night football shellacking. And they look good, but we got to keep in mind they had four turnovers that they got from the Browns. And generally speaking, turnovers are what makes the difference in these games. And they seem to even out because most of the time, it's complete luck. I mean, you have playmakers that sometimes make uh, more turnovers happen, but uh, four turnovers, that, that really shows that the box score, um, the, the complete beating may not happen every, every day, even if they play the exact same game, minus the ball bouncing one way or the other uh, an inch or two. Um, also, I don't think the Rams coach loses three games in a row. I don't even know if he has. Uh, Gangster, you got any, any stats on that? <laughs> no stats on that, but I will tell you it's a plus 100 at minus three and a half. Yeah, so that line is coming uh, coming down, right? So I'm going to yeah, start like five and a half. I mean, by the end of this pot, it'll probably be minus three. So that's a bummer, but I'll take it at uh, three and a half. Oh, plus 100, but I'm getting that action. Yeah. Okay. Um, second, Pittsburgh plus six and a half, and I believe that's plus 100 too. And that, and that's a that's big, correct. And that's a big, uh, important half point there. But I think they're going to win this game outright. Chargers have not impressed at all. And and Pittsburgh, I have a feeling they're going to be. And I know this goes against what I said a few weeks ago with them shipping it. Um, but now we have a few few weeks of very clear, hard fought games. And uh, I think Tomlin is, is a good coach in this position. Sometimes he blows leads in a division when he shouldn't or he doesn't get as much out of the the talent that the, when they're at the top of the division but here when they're fighting back I think they're going to be a cover machine now that I'm looking at them the rest of the third season. string quarterback doesn't bother you I don't give a shit I wow. mean, this is, his nickname's duck yeah I didn't, I didn't even know the, the cat's name so it, it plus six and a half you ship this duck, this is, this is money yeah uh next game Tennessee plus two at Denver um another uh, zigzag game. 
Denver coming off a uh, a big win, and and I don't like that this is in Denver, but Tennessee is is better than their two and three record. They they might turn into a Carolina love affair for me. Uh, always tough going to Denver, but I think uh, Flacco back to earth. This could be a beating in in Denver, Tennessee, thirty five to eighteen. All right, on to number three. Philadelphia at Minnesota. I had Philadelphia plus three. I I took that off the board because that's a heavily uh, public bet game. But I'm taking the over at 44. I think Philadelphia's offense is clicking. uh, And I think Minnesota's offense has a lot um, to prove, and they will at home this week. Uh, Otherwise, people are going to start getting getting fired, I would imagine, or benched. Uh, Just as a side note, the Minnesota coach, is the best cover coach as far as against the spread in football. All right. And he has been since he, for some reason, he just goes at it. And, you know, Belichick, I think, is number two. Um, but the Vikings coach is number one. So I don't like betting a- against them as it is. That's why I'm taking the over at 44. Next game, Texans plus four and a half at Kansas City. Uh, this is against the public. Kansas, 61% of the public's on Kansas City. And I'm just betting because I, I, I watched that whole game against the Colts, and I was on the Colts, and I, I like the bet then, and I like this one now. The, the line, I think it, 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 it's probably pretty good. I think before last week it would have been 6.5, 7.5, but I think Casey's showing that they are vulnerable, and Mahomes is not 100% right right now. So I like what Watson's doing with Texas. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, maybe a field goal game. Texans plus four and a half. There it is. Uh, G units plays are officially in, which means it's time for producer Joe. Uh, I'm going to start out with the Cardinals minus 109 in Game Five. Uh, I, I just, wow, I this is this is something yeah. else. Because I was going to ask your opinion is is uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Atlanta on where things are on this minus 106. I did, oh, even better picking up a couple of cents. Uh, I, I just I don't see them or Jack Flaherty pitching two games in this series and them losing both of the games, honestly. Um, I, I think there's going to be runs scored, but I, I can see the Cardinals getting out to an early lead. I just, whatever it is, I don't, I don't know how to necessarily quantify it, but just kind of a gut feeling on the way that the season or the, the series has kind of gone along. Um, that I don't, I don't see the Cardinals coming out and just laying an absolute egg in this one. And I can see the Braves kind of becoming demoralized, and Freddie Freeman's a real problem in that lineup. Yeah, he's not healthy, and, is he, Producer Joe? No, he is not. He is not. How about uh, over, yeah, like, over under Jack Flaherty, six and a half strikeouts? Kind of love that over. Wow. I did too, yeah. I mean, it's minus wow. 120, but geez Louise. Yeah, I, I like that. Next up, Red River Rivalry. I'm going to go over the 75 and a half in that game, and I'm going to take Oklahoma minus 11 and a half. So two of uh, my five plays coming from that same game. And I believe early in the year when we were making our season-long futures, I was on the under of the Texas wins. Uh, this would obviously play into that as well. But I'm going to go minus 11 and a half with Oklahoma and over the 75 and a half. Uh, I guess my fourth game. I'm going to take the Missouri Tigers minus 12 this weekend. Hotty toddy, uh, Miss Yeah, I, I I just don't think Ole Miss is any good. I don't know. 
Tim, you said you don't know whether Missouri is good either, but I, uh, they're good, I, Joe. Late, I, I possibly, um, you know, at the end of the year, they may have a better record than Auburn, but not be as good as Auburn just because what Auburn has to play. Um, How about all of us calling uh, Auburn's cover too last yeah, week? Yeah, we nailed yeah. it as always. <laughs> we knew that was coming. Yeah. But I mean, we knew at least we knew. Yeah, we're that aware we of our failure. Exactly. Mizzou's minus twelve and, and a half, that, Joe. I, I lost a half point there, but I picked up a half point from when I made my picks. Uh, I'm going to take Penn State minus three and a half over Iowa. That I, I, and I realize what the weatherman said that that Iowa looks a little more active at night. That's because the only where to go, only place to go from being dead is slightly more active. Uh, I mm. think I think Penn State mm. is good. Uh, and total Sandusky move you know, there. Oh wow! The minds of eighteen, the minds of eighteen to twenty-two-year-olds, impossible to know. But I can see the the rallying around a teammate who was called out by Mister Peterson in a letter. Which you know what? May go back to a conversation we had before we recorded in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, the gentleman who wrote that letter is probably about the same age as somebody who didn't have the internet when they were twenty, twenty-three, thirty. And that, yeah, they write letters to people. And I can see Penn State rallying around that and picking up a big win uh, against Iowa on the road. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor. But then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. Again, plenty of people can know but cares. And Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314 314- 889-0503, that's 314-889-0503, or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Com. Producer Joe's picks are officially submitted, which means it's time for the lock of the week. And I get to start it off with the weatherman's play. Texas plus 11 versus Oklahoma. The Tom Herman as an underdog gambling storyline may be fading, but I really like Texas in this role. Sprinkle a little on the money line at plus 350 to plus 380, just in case. This also presents a perfect in-game live betting opportunity. As Texas games will often seesaw, LSU, Oklahoma State as examples, take the points pregame and bet it back in the late third or fourth quarter. Texas may not win, but I'm fairly certain they'll be within a score in the early fourth and may even have a lead. Texas plus 11. The plus weatherman. 11 and a half. Oh, Going straight half up against Joe. What a, what a week. What a week. What a week. Uh, G-Unit, you're locked. Carolina Panthers. Cleveland Browns. Wow. You zig. Plus two. Plus two versus Seattle in Cleveland. Now, this game, boy, is this perplexing. It opened up at Cleveland minus two and a half. And it's already at now Cleveland plus two, unless Gangster's going to tell me it has moved more. I will not tell you such a thing. And so that's four and a half points of movement for no no reason other than the line was apparently miscalculated by Vegas, but was it is the question. I, Cause I don't know of any injury news in the last few days. That's a lot of movement. And, and I think, uh, yeah, as uh, Pete said, it is the ultimate zigzag. Boy, did Cleveland look terrible again, those four turnovers, you're not going to get that every, every week. 
um, maybe one week out of the 16. So uh, Seattle also, a- after coming off a great win, which kind of oddly, Russell Wilson was in tears afterwards, thanking the uh, the old owner for 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 hiring him. Um, and I love Russell Wilson, uh, but they're coming off uh, a few pretty big wins and. Uh, they usually have a few letdown weeks, um, and you're getting two points here. And Seattle always plays close games, which what this reminds me. I mean, I essentially called a, a one-point high-scoring game because the line was – this is in the Seattle game last week. The line was, what, Seattle minus one-and-a-half versus the Rams, and I went back and forth in my mind out loud on the show – and took money line. Whether I should take the money line or not. And I ended up taking the money line, which is essentially saying, and I said it would be a high-scoring game, essentially says it's going to be a high-scoring one-point game. Tim. Producer Joe, look at G-Unit. This guy is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, t- Joe, tell me about it. He <laughs> spoke at least one point that I believe week one, that Cleveland Browns Monday night game, uh, there were four turnovers in that game as well. They got blown off the field. So it, it is more likely to happen than just once a season if you have a quarterback who may not quite be as good as everybody wants him to be. Well, let's say, okay, let's say two or three times a season it happens. But it, it, clearly you're not suggesting that uh, because they they turned it over four times one week, they're, they're more likely to do it the next week too. Well, I'm going to say they've played, what, five games, and he's done it at least twice in those five games, that there's a higher probability of that quarterback and that team making the same mistakes over and over again than you would say if one team does it one time in the first five weeks. And it's not just Baker. I mean, you saw Beckham drop, fumbled that ball on, on the return. I mean, they were a mess all across the board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, Everybody wants them to be good. Everybody wants them to be good. They just might not be good. Well, that's the thing. I don't want them to be good. I took their under on the season wins um, at nine, and that was one of my fa- favorite offseason props. And, and I think uh, – this is just a letdown game for Seattle. I don't like Baker Mayfield. I don't like Cleveland. And I I, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. But that doesn't mean you don't win. And this line, talk about a goofy situation. I think Vegas was, was baiting us to take Seattle. And all these suckers took it. Because you know why? 84% of the public's on Seattle. And, and reluctantly, I imagine, these bookmakers had to move the line because they had so much, so yeah. much action on Seattle. So, it moved, and I'm 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 now get getting two points with with my boys in Cleveland. I th- I think this is the week Joe bets against Man U. Let's. See. Oh, you want to see the soccer pick? Let's see. All right, here we go. What do we have? They, they do they do they do not play. Uh, They're playing oh, Liverpool, aren't they? Or is that next, coming next up? Week, next next oh. weekend is Liverpool. Y-W-A? This weekend's an international. Right. It's, a, it's a it's a it's an international week. So I am going to take the Georgia. And South Carolina under fifty-two and a half. Oh my, that is my God! Of the week. You're taking an oh, under. He, he hinted at this earlier in the show. I was wondering this whole time what it was going to be. Yeah. Big uh, break. I would. I would. I would have pulled out of my WNBA play. <laughs> Joe is on the under. What was the total on South Carolina Georgia? Fifty-two and a half. What's the reason for that, Joe? Uh, I think Georgia's defense is good enough to slow South Carolina down, but I don't think they're going to blow them out of the water. Feels like a, a 34-10 type of game. Wait, what's the over-under? 52-and-a-half, baby. 52-and-a-half. Mm. Yeah, feels like a 34-10. Just accordingly. 
Uh, there it is. The picks are in for this week's pick six. Joe, any thoughts on Iggy or Bob <laughs> before we go? <laughs> you know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. But he's like, hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just, it's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me. And I go, oh, it's James Carlton. Here, let me include him on the on the email and I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like, I'm like, Oh yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. I'm like, Oh God, I hope he does. Okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments. So you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton state farm insurance agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton state farm. No, nah, I haven't. I haven't heard much of the show this week. So, I mean, outside of my opinions that have always been in place, there's no, no nothing, or there's nothing new for me. To, How about uh, this? Let me ask you this, uh, because I was asked this for questions from the audience this week. If we had an inaugural five-person t- morning grind in TMA listener Hall of Fame class, who would be in it? Oh wow! Uh, how long? Because there, there are people from the very beginning of the show. I know, you got to count them. That I'm assuming aren't active with the show any longer. Well, a number of them are, are uh, no longer with us. Yeah. And I was uh, listening well, to that, and I think you guys have to d- make a determination as, as to whether people like Larry Nickel Larry are Nichols available. In. I don't know what Doug's talking about. He was a listener. Well, because then it would seem there's several guys like that who have become essentially a part of the show. They would have to be in the Hall of Fame. Right, here, let me, let me answer the question because i got to go. <laughs> I, I will start I will start with somebody who is no longer with us. Yeah, and this uh, is the Rudy, right answer. Rudy, yeah. Rudy by far was the first real character on the show. Absolutely, hundred percent. Anybody who doesn't and, include him in doesn't go back to the beginning of the show. And I understand and, that. I don't fault people for that, but they, but if you do, you can't not include Rudy. Tim gave that guy his own cell phone number and told him it was Mike Martz's number and Rudy called and left a message for Mike Martz about Tai Chi. That's correct. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is correct. So I, I wonder if we could find that. Oh yeah, Coach Martz, this is Rudy. I wanted to talk to you about Tai Chi. 
I would start with Rudy. Uh, Mike Lee. Yep. You're, so been, far, we're on the same page here. Has been a part of it for as long as we started the show. Um, man. How old is Mike Lee? Around 50. Uh, Mid-40s. Mid-40s. He's I aged think. pretty well, hasn't he? He's in his late 40s or he's 50. Uh, man. Beh. See, like, the first thing that pops up is, like, Mike in South City used to be such a big part of the show in the emails, but I, 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 he doesn't listen. He's not involved in it anymore, so I don't know if you get him for, you know, the early stages of it. Uh, I don't know how Dotem couldn't be in the uh, Dotem in is in my class yeah. as well. I would say I would say Deke Dotem is in there. So you too. have Rudy, you have Mike Lee, you have Dotem. You have two spots left. Man, that's tough. Uh, you really don't Timber have Larry Fake. in there yet. Is that a is that intentional? Timberfake. No, Timberfake and Larry would probably be my. Oh, first you spot. included Timberfake. So yeah, did Doug. Wow, I gotta tell you, you know what that is of you, Joe? That's sporting of you. That's sporting. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You guys fought, didn't you? We did, yeah. He beat me. Uh, that huh. I would say, yeah. Would never have expected that. My five. Where was that? Well, it was on the east side. Uh, is that that right? was at uh, yeah. the Enterprise Center. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. And we unfortunately had a train uh, stall blocking the entrance, and so people had to cl- <laughs> crawl under or over the train in order to get into the fight. And it was like at one in the morning, and it was packed. It I was know packed. that train. It's where they uh, they sell the sell the bratwurst. Good. I was hoping you weren't going to use another direct object because then I would have to have Pete edit again on this thing. So Joe's... Okay, all right, thanks, Joe. Wonderful. Bye, Joe. So Joe's with Rudy, Mike Lee, Larry Nickel, Dotem, and Timberfake. That's pretty good. And I got to tell you, wouldn't you agree that's sporting of him? I I thought he wouldn't mention the guy's name. I was was waiting to hear what he'd say. Timberfake was was a huge part of the show back then. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'll tell you what, we have the ceremony, and there will be a lot of booze when he comes to the microphone... To, to address the audience and accept his his sport coat. That's a pretty good idea. I, what, cause, uh, You're what, damn right it's it, a good idea. No, it's not to put timber pick in, but I'm saying for... Doing the whole thing, right. yes. And you put, put little plaques on the wall Absolutely. in the studio. And, then, you know, I, I think that'd be a great... Uh, Trust me, annual. the wheels are turning. Induction speeches. <laughs> the great. wheels are turning. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine really La- Larry, Larry and Mike Lee addressing <laughs> the crowd? It's a great... I can't believe no one's thought about this idea. Well, right I have. Now. I just don't make it public. And now that we're looking at doing some things, maybe we'll include this when we start talking about doing a lot of Kleenex. Things. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but producer Joe... Maybe producer Joe will be the one to do the introduction speech for Timberfake as he gets inducted. I mean, you want to talk about oh, sporting. Oh, wow, yeah. Full circle. Sporting. I mean, yeah. that would be sporting. But Larry Nichols in. Rudy's in. I don't know who inducts him. I think his wife was named Chicken Legs. <laughs> and she would she would induct him. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jackie's live. I think Mickey Carroll is live. And by that, I mean in play to be in, not necessarily breathing. I don't know on Jackie. I'm not sure if she's with us, but Mickey Carroll passed a decade ago. But he's still going to get in. He's just not first class. Uh, all right, wonderful podcast. No WNBA picks this week, which I think is a miss. Joe with no soccer pick. Uh, but we do, of course, have Iowa and Iowa State picks. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Pick 6 podcast on the Tim McKernan Show, thehomeloanexpert.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen, Wealth Strategies, James Carlton, the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, Design Air Heating and Cooling, the number one train dealer in the Midwest, online at designairservice.com, and Johnny Londoff Chevrolet at Highway 270 in the Washington Elizabeth Exit, online at londoff.com. They all make it possible 
For G-Unit, for producer Joe, for Gangster Pete on the ones and twos, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of the Tim McKernan Show podcast on the Inside STL Podcast Network.